Welcome to the No Format Required Podcast, the show where we don't follow any rules or script. It's like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. Today we're going retro as we talk about the video games that shaped our childhoods. This is part one of a two-parter because we have way too many stories to tell. <laughs> as usual, I'm one half of the dynamic duo hosts in this podcast, Mike. And with me, like he always is, the Toad to my Mario, the Diddy Kong to my Donkey Kong, the guy who knows all the cheat codes but loses anyway, it's Charlie. Say hello, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> So get ready to grab your controller and press play. It's the No Format Required podcast does video games from our life. So Charlie, hello. Hello. We are going to be talking about video games this week. We are. Um, I curated a list of questions, didn't I? Curated? Um, is that the right word? I don't know. It's, it's quite a fancy word. I ahead. think of curator of a museum. Yeah. yeah. I'm going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It sounds pretty good to me. I made a list <laughs> <laughs> um, of uh, questions. It's similar in style to um, when we've done movies to take to the afterlife. Yeah. Um, so we've done that sort of style, but asked about video games. Um, you're quite a keen video gamer, aren't you? I am. I am. Yeah. Very I'm a bit more casual. I used to be a lot more in my childhood. Yeah. Um, I say I struggle. I'm now more of a Switch gamer. Mm. In other words, I sit on the bus playing on my Switch and that's it oh. every now and again. <laughs> I was going to say, I wasn't sure if you when you said Switch, whether you meant like you switch between consoles oh, or no. it meant the Nintendo Switch. No, I, li- I literally just have like 20 minutes on the bus playing it yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I, I always thought that when I was younger, I'd grow out of it, but I haven't. <laughs> I'm like 32, and I still, I mean, obviously, I don't. I probably don't play as much as I did when I was younger. Like, I remember coming home from school, like literally going on straight away, and yeah. then mum and dad like had to like kind of say, look, you've you kind of like a few hours a night to play on it because I was just ridiculously. And then playing they come it. in and try and turn it off, and you're like, but I'm not at save point yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> GTA was the worst for that, where you had to get to the save. Oh yeah, you had the little hovering yeah. save thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I do, yeah, I do enjoy it. But I, it's strange though, isn't it? Because like you say, I think but there's people, I read news articles of 80, 90-year-olds like gaming, playing Skyrim and things like that. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a, I think I'm sure it was Skyrim, there was a 80-odd-year-old um, who was like really into it. And you think, well, they've not grown up with it. Yeah. Like, I suppose we've grown up with gaming in, in a way, like we've come through. Oh yeah, we was definitely during the retro like eight bit, sixteen bit era. Yeah. Early days of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, mm. I'd completely agree with that. Like yeah. obviously like the Atari was like in the seventies or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was um but in terms of when games started becoming like plots and stuff like that, that was when we grew up with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um so on the subject of that, what was the first console you remember playing, Charlie? Uh PS one. PS one. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have any of like the Nintendo 64 or anything like that it was yeah so you adopted a bit late really yeah i mean i used to play it wasn't a con well it was a computer like my dad used to have his sort of work laptop and it was the thing you know you used to have to put floppy disks in like you put one in yeah the ms dos drive type yeah. thing. so i remember like i do remember like playing a few i can't even remember like games on that like you'd put in i think they were like some sort of driving sort of game but yeah the first console was a was a PlayStation PS One, yeah. Which at the time when I got it, I thought, "God, oh, this is amazing! Like graphics aren't going to get any better than this." <laughs> and then I've just just before we were um, we we're starting the podcast, I was just watching a 
a walkthrough play of a of a game on one of the first games I played, and just like how like crap the graphics were. Like you can get better graphics on your phone now, but oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. What about you? What was the first console for you? Um, I've got a vague rec- recollection of like having an Atari. Mm. Like, it must have been my dad's or something like that, a Commodore sixty four or one of those. Yeah. I just remember like a sort of joystick, mm. um, but. I can't remember much more than that. Mm. But the first console I owned was a Sega Mega Drive. Oh, okay. Um, I always get confused with this because I know there's the Sega Mega Drive, the Genesis, mm. and all that sort of stuff. I've got no idea what the difference between any of them are. No. I think I had a Sega Mega Drive, but I don't know what type. Okay. Um, but that was the first one I remember owning yeah. until um, a hamster we got from school chewed through the cables on the controllers. <laughs> that was quite annoying. And then the B button didn't work as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so back then, like, consoles were, I mean, as a, well, I mean, they are expensive now, but it's, it's a lot like, well, I suppose you could replace the wire, but it, you know what I mean? It's a lot of money when you're a kid, like, you can't afford. No. Well, I, I so, don't think we ever did replace it. Did you not? No. I just remember this broken controller. We had two at least. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I never, I did like like the N sixty four. Like a few friends that had them, and and I always get because there's like the snares and there's loads of different ones that I, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, see, I didn't have the NES or the snares. My aunt had one of the two. I can't remember what. I'm pretty sure she had the NES because it was like had a like lift up flap where you put the cartridge in and then you folded it down. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends had the SNES. so I remember we used to go around his and play Mario. Mm. I used to come around mine and play like Sonic and things like that. So we had a nice little even mix of the two. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, I've gone through most consoles in my life. I'd say that like, I've owned all of them at least once. Yeah. Sort of oh, okay. What, from what, like the original old sort of games? Well, yeah, I mean, like, so consoles I've had throughout my, like, growing up, I've had, um, obviously started with Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. Then we got Nintendo 64. Then I remember getting a GameCube and a PlayStation and an Xbox. Got a PS2, had a PS3, had a Wii, had a... What was it? The Wii U. Oh, okay. Had yeah, the yeah. Switch. Like, I've, gone, I've had them all at some point. Yeah. So the only Nintendo I had was the Wii when it came out. Oh, that, I think there was everyone had the yeah, Wii at one point, didn't they? Yeah. it was. I mean, that, that console was more of a... I sort of called it as like a party console. Like, it's not... I don't know. I mean, well, you can play it by yourself, but I think it was more the ones that you played with other people. Yeah, we had one at uni, and um, I'd say like a lot of the games that I had on some of my consoles for uni, yeah, um, they were for the party sort of thing. Yeah, like, I remember we had like Rock Band and Sing uh, Star yeah. and all that oh, sort of stuff. Brilliant, brilliant game. Um, yeah, I mean, I keep debating about getting a Switch, but I look at it and there's not that mass. Because I don't think I'm into a lot of the the Nintendo games. Oh, but it's so good. Yeah, I mean, like Final Fantasy, I've, I've never even played it. I've watched, that's I, not a Nintendo game. Oh, was it? I no, it that's was. for it. No. Was it for a cross-all platform? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're talking more like the Nintendo-only games, like Mario, Donkey yeah. Kong, Kirby, Pokemon. See, um, I like them games to play like on my phone and stuff, but then I suppose like the Switches, you've, you've got it. It's a portable device, yeah. isn't it? Um, but it's, it's worth getting the Switch for Breath of the Wild. Mm. But we'll talk about that okay. probably next episode. Next episode, okay, <laughs> fair enough. So, next question is: What was the uh, first video game you remember playing? Um, we talked about the MS DOS, but yeah. we also talked about um, Atari. But I don't really remember. Palmer's vague recollections are like Pong on it. Yeah, but I don't remember much more than that. 
but um, the first one I remember is Prince of Persia, but like old school. Oh, okay. So like side scroll scrolling, like mm. trying to avoid the switches that drop um, mm. things and spikes coming out to you. Yeah. That was the first one I ever remember playing. I don't remember ever completing it, mm. but yeah. Okay. Um, See, Prince of Persia, I've never, I always think of the film. With, oh yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in the classic Persian, yeah, actor. <laughs> with a, with a, and he put he's American, but put on an English accent. Oh, does it something that's set in Persia, which makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. At least like either just stick with the American accent or try and put, I don't know, a, a Arabic accent. Maybe I don't know. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, I I love the Prince of Persia games. Like I can't. They're apparently remaking the Sound of Times. You do you ever remember that one? Like, I never played. I just, I, I didn't even realize that it was a, a game until the film. Oh, really? I, I remember seeing the film and then realizing it's basically a precursor ish in terms of the climbing and stuff like that. So yeah. Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, okay. Um, like you can wall jump and yeah. all that sort of stuff. That'd be a good remake, like for them to do like a remake. Like I said, I'm pretty sure they are doing in terms of when they went 3D. Yeah. So obviously, when I played it, the first one I remember is side scroll through Then they went 3D, the signs of time. Yeah, which had a great feature in which you literally had a dagger that you could rewind time with. So okay. if you went further to your death, you could rewind time, but you could only do it at a certain amount of time, sort of thing. Okay. Um, and then you had forgotten um, sands and stuff like that, all the sequels. But yeah, apparently they're remaking it. Yeah. Okay. I always enjoyed that franchise. Oh, but yeah, that was the first one that I've sort of like got memories playing of playing. Okay. Um, how about yourself? Um, had two. So one that I was well briefly said I was re-watching a, a gameplay trailer a minute ago, um, G-Police, um, which is, I was trying to, you're sort of flying around in, like, I mean, the, the, the Wikipedia describes it as a, a 1997 combat flight simulation video game, um, and apparently science fiction setting inspired by Blade Runner, apparently. Oh. But I sort of remember just, it was some sort of like a policing game that you were sort of flying around, kind of a bit like open world, like you're yeah. sort of flying around a, futuristic city um but yeah i think that was i don't know if that was you're in a car flying aren't you yeah yeah sorry yeah you're in like some sort of yeah you're not spaceship thing yeah no no you're not superman um but yeah i think it was like i think it was a game i got with the playstation one so it's not something that i chose to get i think it just came with the ps1 are you saying that i wonder if it's on the playstation classic maybe let's have a Um, quick look but yeah no i I don't like I've, i've sort of watched a few gameplay videos just to sort of kind of rejog my memory um but yeah very that's not is it it's not on the playstation classic but for some reason it rang a bell as being on there oh, okay um so there was that one and tomb raider the first one yeah i've tried replaying that recently have you so difficult yeah yeah well you've got to like because again that was something that i played on pc and you've it's like when you sort of like i don't know walking up to things or jumping you've got to really like line up your yeah. character to jump that's what I really struggled with. And even yeah. the second one, which like improves on it massively. Yeah. Like, I'm struggling with the first obstacle course in the opening game at the mansion. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you done the bit where you've locked uh, the butler in the in the uh, fridge, in the freezer? No, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. yeah. I've never played um, Tomb Raider, like the originals. I remember playing Tomb Raider Legacy, I think. Oh, uh, on the new ones. Um, but... So I completed the obstacle course. I've got no idea where I'm meant to be going now. No. I've gone into the mansion. It's like this big open space with nothing in it because oh, really? they don't, didn't animate it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> why would you put all your power into putting like chairs and stuff yeah, around? Yeah, yeah. Just Literally, the bath is just a hole in the floor. Oh, really? Yeah. 
See, that was quite good that you could sort of kind of go on a bit of a free... I mean, like I say, it wasn't very detailed, but like the free room of the mansion. But I'd, Lauren bought me a... I didn't really get into it. She bought me a Tomb Raider game. They sort of did a few newer ones. The first, they sort of did two newer ones. I don't know if that was Legacy. There was a few. Or, no, there, are you on about the reboot one? The reboot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they weren't... It wasn't called Legacy, but... Oh, was it not? No. Uh, okay. But I mean, yeah, never really. They were all right, but... I remember the first one for PC, like it was, I think it was like four discs. Four yeah. Five, like big thick, the two oh, the days of numerous discs. Yeah. Even like for Xbox and stuff, like I think I'd, was it Cyberpunk? When I got that, that was a couple of discs. Oh, really? Like, I think it was an installation well, disc in a gameplay. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was two discs. But yeah, like even when some of the newer Grand Theft Auto, and these are for Xbox, like these were for, you know what I mean, for consoles. But yeah, PC, you had like, one of six discs to, um, <laughs> which now you could easily probably fit about 10 of them games on a, well, about 100,000 of them on a, just a USB now, couldn't yeah. you? So, um, Very much so. Yeah, so they were the first two games. So, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, or other? For me, it's Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Um, Why is that? I don't know. I just think I really enjoy Zelda. Yeah, Zelda's like my favorite um, franchise of all time. Like, love all of them, played all of them. Yeah, big fan of Mario. Um, and it's slowly getting a lot more of the um, like third party games onto it. Yeah, and it's like recently Xbox has struck a deal with um, uh, Nintendo okay. to like bring Call of Duty onto it and stuff like that. Oh, really? Um, so slowly it's getting all of these big games. Well, you can get like. FIFA and things for it now. And yeah, but apparently FIFA's not great um, on it. But mm. yeah, you can get Skyrim. Yeah. And yeah, so slowly, like, these games are coming on to there. Yeah, okay. Um, but I've just always been a Nintendo fan. Like, the only issue with it is their third party, sorry, first party games yeah. never go down in price. Oh, really? It's so expensive, even mm. if they've been out for years. Oh, really? It's a shame, isn't it? Because, I mean, I, I understand everything's going up in this economy and things, but. I mean, like, even second-hand. So, like, there's people selling them second-hand don't... Oh, really? Prices, yeah. Mm, I suppose there's some, like, some games are just not, like... For me, I'm, tr- I'm really trying to get... I, I love a remake of... Um, actually, no, we'll leave that one. Okay. I've got... I'm going to leave that bit. Um, so how about you? What's your... So, it used to be PlayStation. So, I had PS1, PS2. Then I switched to Xbox. So, I got 360, then Xbox One, and now I've got the Series X, but... Yeah, PlayStation was the first console, but now, yeah, Xbox, I much prefer yeah, it. Yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft, yeah. Like, I mean, I get, I've got my Xbox Game Pass that I can link up to my computer. Yeah, so see, can, that's quite good with the Xbox, I have to cause, say. Because it's all linked in. Um, but, I mean, there are, I don't know, I, I have a soft spot for PlayStation because it was, like, the first console. But, yeah, like, I mean, there's, like, obviously games for, like, Halo. I love Halo. And that's, a, you know I mean, Xbox-only game. I suppose, like, The Last of Us for... PlayStation, I've never played yeah. that. Each have got their own, but yeah, same as for me. I'm annoyed that I haven't got a PS5 because I really want to play the um, Spider Man 2. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. Spider Man 1 was one of the best games I've ever played in my life. See, I remember getting the first Spider Man for PlayStation, and then where it was like you couldn't, they had no floor, yeah, which was black. <laughs> and then and then they bought the second one out where you could actually land on the floor. And but I just, it was like just like free rooming around New York and. Obviously, yeah, I used to love it. Just I, sometimes I wasn't even doing the missions. I was just like swinging from building to building. And being narrated by um, Stanley as well. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah okay, I didn't realise that. But yeah, the, the newest one that came out for PlayStation looked really Absolutely good. Absolutely 
So the newest Spider-Man story mm. in that video game yeah. is the best Spider-Man story ever told. Really? Like, in terms of like the media sort of thing like that, movies. Okay. Um, so yeah, absolutely mm. phenomenal. Loved it. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame they can't. But I suppose, you know what I mean, they, they want to get people to buy a PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. So they sort so of... They got into it. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, so what's your favourite video game soundtrack? So I found this a bit difficult... And then I've actually just changed it since I oh, originally yeah. sent the list. So initially, I had um, I think it was Mercenaries Two. But it it was only one song. Yeah, I remember really sending and I listened to it. And it was a very odd song. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I, it, I think it was made for the trailer of the game, and I was thinking it's not really a soundtrack. It's just one song that I really yeah. liked. But I've actually changed it to um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Interesting. Has it got loads of sea, sea, sea shanties in then? Exactly, that's why. Because I love a good yeah. sea shanty. Oh, yeah. I do love a good sea shanty. Um, but yeah, because you sort of, when you're on your ship, have you ever played it? I've played bits of it. Yeah. Um, I tried to play uh, with Lauren, but because she's got a massive fear of the sea, oh, she okay. didn't enjoy playing oh, no. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've played bits of it, but yeah. not. I sort of, that's why I gave up. I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 3, and then, yeah, yeah I couldn't get into Black Flag. Oh, see, Black Flag's probably, with the new Valhalla, probably up there with my favourite oh, really? Assassin's Creed. But yeah, I just, you're sort of on the ship and then you could, like, you, they just sing sea shanties. Well, you could either get them to. It's kind of a bit like, I suppose, driving around on Grand Theft Auto with your radio playing. Oh, you know what? I didn't thing. even think about Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that would have been a good shout, actually, because there's some good. I saw a post recently on Facebook, which was like, the Grand Theft Auto radio station is better than any radio station ever made in the world. <laughs> and it's so true. It's so good. We have like, you've got a mix of everything, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, and DJs are just, yeah. I know that it's because it's all scripted, so it's yeah. written to be good. Yeah. Whereas obviously live radio, it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it yeah, is phenomenal. Really I mean, that is it Laszlo from Grand Theft Auto? Potentially. He was one of, was one of, the, bell. One of the presenters on it. Like, I think he ended up doing a few missions involving him, but he's like sort of this kind of corrupt radio presenter that's kind of got all this money and yeah um but yeah so what about you yeah i'm not going to change my answer even though actually i think that might be better than what i've got <laughs> um but for me it's golden eye okay because just the orchestral sounds of like i'd forgotten about it until i started playing it since it's been released again on the xbox yeah um and actually just the music is so iconic yeah um and the sound effects in it like everything about that music is just great like you'd be able to hear, hear it and instantly like flashback to the 90s playing mm. four player um, multiplayer with some friends. Yeah, that's what you mean. Like, it's a very distinctive. Yeah. Like, when I, re- when I played, was it, was it Goldeneye that they've redone? Yeah. And like, as soon as I sort of played that, like, like as soon as you hear that entrance, you know, like you turn the game on and you hear it, you're like, it's very distinctive. And the, isn't the it? Fum, fum yeah. sort of thing yeah, as yeah. you're going through the menus. Yeah. No, that was good. Okay. Um, what is your favourite story in a video game? So I've written this answer. Um, and then you said something earlier, and I genuinely, am I getting old? I can't even remember what it is you said. And I was like, oh, that's also a really good story. But I can't remember what it was now. What, a game that I said? Yeah. Was it, was it mentioned about The Matrix? No, no, it was uh, like since we've been recording. Oh. So something that Charlie said earlier, oh, okay. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a phenomenal story. Yeah. Um, but I've written a game, a little indie game called Horus. Okay. I can't massively remember it all. Yeah. And um, I played it like literally obsessively. Yeah. Um, the story was just, it was just insane. So the whole thing's narrated by this robot called Horus. Mm-hmm. So it's literally got this tinny robot voice. Yeah. Like, and he voices all the characters in the story. 
So like when so it's an, like eight bit um game. Yeah. Well a bit more than eighteen eight bit, I'd say about sixteen bit mm. game. And he's on a mission to clean up all the sort of like rubbish from the world. Yeah. Um but there's like I've sounds a bit like Wally. It's so weird. No, it's everything's got like British um stere- like um pop culture references and okay. like it's insane the amount of pop culture references in it from like the nineties, eighties, even beyond. Yeah. Um, from just British culture. Okay. Um, and it's just a charming story. Like, the, so gameplay-wise, you sort of, like, gravity. So if you're walking along the street, that's fine. But then you can, like, walk up the wall and go sideways. But if you jump off and then there's nothing underneath you, yeah. even if you're going sideways, you just fall off the earth. Okay. So that's where the sort of, like, gameplay comes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember laughing and crying. I genuinely cried at this video game. Yeah. Um, I wish I remember. Well, I know why I did cry. Mm. I wish I could remember what sort of like the events causing that. Yeah. Um, there was a death that caused me to cry in the, yeah, the yeah. game. Um, but yeah, it's just insane how one tiny robot can mm. give such heart to a game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I really recommend it. Yeah, I how about it. yourself? Um, so I put Assassin's Creed. The whole series, yeah, I, just, I don't disagree with that. I like, I think how they've done it, like with the sort of kind of playing the sort of lineage or the descendants of different yeah. people throughout the ages. I mean, the first, I think it was the first three that were sort of linked with the same person, yes. with Desmond. Um, I sort of had. Well, like, I found the first, the third one a bit weaker. Like, I remember the second one having an amazing cliffhanger. Yeah, and then the third one just didn't live up to it. Yeah, that was that Ezio. Eldritch, yeah. wasn't in set in Renaissance. It was like this city. egg, green, a uh, golden egg sort of thing. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was like some linked with aliens. I think. How was it? I think so. From what I just was... remember being disappointed. See the first because there was a bit of a gap between the first one and the second one, um, and I remember being stuck on a mission on the first one for ages, and I, I gave up with it. And then I, sort of, I think I might googled or whatever I had to do it, and then I finally did it, and then sort of yeah, got really back into it because that was all sort of that was sort of. Um, Cru- the Crusades, I think the first one was set. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've re- well, I say recently, I think it was a couple of years ago now, Viking Valhalla was the most recent one, which was really good. And obviously, we mentioned earlier about Black Flag. But yeah, I just think like it all, the whole, it seems to link throughout the whole, the whole sort of series of games all links into each other and things, which I think is really good. Yeah, no, I um, do agree. And then, <laughs> didn't they sort of like make it so like, EA effectively have made games inside the world. Like later on. Oh, okay, yeah. On the series, like the um, when they sent London and stuff like that. Yeah, it's also the sort of like the yeah, because they go into the 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 Artemis Animus. I think it's the Animus. Yeah. Sort of yeah, like as a simulation that EA of yeah yeah that's what you mean. Um, but yeah, no, that was a really good game, and and I've not known like a, a series of games where you're playing like Vikings. One get it's all linked, and then obviously medieval times to renaissance times to i mean obviously it's similar game like it's not completely different game but yeah i just like how they've how they've done it yeah i agree um so for you mike linear or open world um easy one this open world yeah um i don't like being told what i want i need to do yeah i like sort of like be able to explore options yeah yeah are you, are you the same then yeah i'm open world I, I used to like linear like i used to like to be sort of told what I was doing. <laughs> but now, like, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I like the sort of free reign. And I think a lot of games are becoming more open world. Like, it's... A lot of the time... I mean, I suppose, like, you sort of 
FIFA's and Call of Duty's and them sort of games, like it is very much thingy. But now, like a lot of games are, they sort of tend to try and make them open world. Yeah, or if not, big world maps that you can explore, yeah, even yeah. if they're not open world per se. Yeah, exactly. But I think just so much more you can do on the game with side missions. Like you could just, like it, well, one of the games I'll discuss later. But sort of, I'm just doing the side missions on it, just because I think sometimes when I, if I sort of power through the main quest. I complete it and then it's like, oh, I kind of get, I can't bother with the side missions after that. So I'm sort of trying to do all the side missions. <laughs> so, well, we'll come, we'll, well, we'll come to that one. We'll yeah. Well, that. I was just about to say, actually, because my answer for it isn't that. But like Skyrim, yeah. I've, owned, I've owned Skyrim on f- three or four different consoles. Oh, okay. I'm still yet to complete it because I just focus on the side missions. And yeah, yeah. I forget what the main story is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, I've got a thing about Skyrim, but should we talk about that later? Yeah, well, yeah when okay. we come on to it. Um, so on the subject of open world games, what's your favourite one? Ah, GTA Five, It's a great one. Because I've had it for Xbox One. No, uh, well, yeah, what, no, I've had it for Xbox 360, then I bought it for Xbox One, then I've had it for Xbox Series X. I think they remastered it for Xbox yeah. One. So it's a game that I've had for three consoles that they well, still... It's that famous thing, like um, the PS3 had... I think PS3 or PS2 had three GTA games, mm. and GTA 5 had three consoles. Oh, really? <laughs> sort of like PlayStation consoles. I mean, for a, a business thing, for a business side, if you look at the game, they're just making coin. They don't need to make another GTA. It's the online stuff that's making them money, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, I've, I've, not, I've not bought anything online, like, as in used my real money to it, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously the story mode's really good. Oh, yeah. It's story, like, story. Switching between the three characters. But, like, the online thing, like, I mean, they're just constantly, like, having updates and I can buy yachts now, apartments. Oh, really? Fancy I've not actually played it online since it first came out. Have you not? No. See, I, I sort of flicker into it. Like, I mean, I've probably not played on it for a good year and a half now, but I sort of have a thing where I'll reinstall it and I'll go back on and my character, you know, my character's still there that I probably created probably about eight or nine years ago now from when it first came out. I might have to give you a game of that at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to play it, yeah. Mm. Still got my garage and my car. I've got an apartment, I think. I, I mean, I would like a yacht because you get like, a yacht oh, with a helicopter pad, but <laughs> it's like millions of dollars and I probably end up having to probably use in-game money. But you do these heists and things which are good. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy Are them. they better on the online? Because on the main story, I didn't, wasn't the biggest fan of them. Uh. Yeah, they're better online. The only the only issue is so you you have to do all the little pre missions before you do the big heist. But the only unless you're playing with like four, I think it's four of you you'd have to do it with. So unless you're playing with four of you, if you're just waiting for like drop in matches, sometimes you can be just waiting for ages for some you know to find a thing, and then it might not be the specific mission that you want to do. Yeah, um, but it's good because you have like you do your different like you all have a different job within the heist. So like somebody's the driver, you know what I mean? Someone maybe the sniper. Two people are in the bank, like keeping people down. Depending on what heist you're doing, I mean, there's ones where you there's one there's the one where you have to go and get a submarine or something, or one you have to get a plane. That's on the main story. You have to do that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. I remember that you get a submarine. Um, there is a submarine though on it on the online one now. Okay. I'm sure there is. Um, but yeah, so no. What about yourself? Um, for me, I'm not going to go too much into detail on it because it's. An answer later, so I think I'll save it for a chat then. Okay. But it's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Um, or is it an answer for later? Okay. No, it's not an answer for later, so we'll talk about it now. Okay. Um, it's just <laughs> like, it's like they stopped and watched every sort of like open world game out there. 
yeah. and took elements from it, from what made everything great, and just put it into a game. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You don't even get annoyed like if your character starts to get hungry and you have to eat mm. and things like that. It's just so well made. Yeah. And like if you go to different sort of like climates, so like you can climb up a volcano, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're climbing up there, obviously you get too hot, so you have to yeah. wear clothes that cool you down and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Um, they thought about everything. It's so good, That's so like, clever. It's Reminds me a little bit of um. Like Red Dead Redemption was the first time I'd seen that where you were like if you're in the desert, if you were too hot, if you were in too many clothes, you had to sort of like kind of de kit yeah. and vice versa. Which I mean that is obviously is not as much detail as having to eat and things like that. But. We're in it as well, like from the off you can explore the whole place mm. if you wanted to. You can go right to the end boss if you wanted to. Yeah. Um you wouldn't win. No, I'm no. sure there's people out there who have. Yeah. But I mean like it doesn't hold your hand through the whole journey. Well, it doesn't hold your hand at all, really. It doesn't really no. teach you how to play. You learn by making mistakes, and then it's like the child is genuinely people have described it as like the child's version of like Dark Souls and stuff like that. Okay, because it can be a bit brutal at times if you go somewhere that you genuinely don't have the strength to sort of win. Yeah, but you slowly learn how to sort of like, for example, you might see some enemies um, that are in a skull, um, and your first time you get, lose against them, but then the next time you go. You might say, oh, hold on a second, there's a lantern above them. If I shoot an arrow into that, it'll fall, causing a fire, which yeah. will spread. So like, you can use tactics and stuff and learn from your mistakes. Okay. It's just a great open world game. Is that a Nintendo yeah. only game? So Zelda, I remember swapping my friend for my, old, my original Game Boy, and I played a bit of Zelda, but I just never really... I played, I'd say, almost all the Zelda games out there. Okay. There's only like a handful, mainly for the DS that I haven't yeah. played. Mm, interesting. So next one, Mike, FIFA or Pez or Pro Evo Soccer? Um, for me, yeah, it was because I have not played either of them in a very, very long time. Yeah, um, Pro Evolution Soccer. Oh, really? Yeah, I know most people are FIFA, and I know for a fact that you're FIFA. Yeah. Um, for me, it was. I felt you had more control over the players. Yeah, I think I. I mean, I've only played Pro Evolution Soccer a couple of times, but. <laughs> I'd probably say that the gameplay was probably better. It's just a bit more arcadey, and because of that, like, yes, you can't do all the skills with the balls and stuff mm. like that necessarily. You can a bit, yeah. But like, if you move a character one direction, he'll just go that way with the ball. Yeah. Whereas in FIFA, it might take a few sort of like kicks of the like yeah. touches to actually get that yeah. in that direction. See, one thing I mean, one thing I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about Pro Evolution Soccer was it wasn't official. Like officially singing, yeah, so, it'd be fake names. And yeah, stuff like, like I remember I sport Middlesbrough, and it was like I think it was like T Side United or something, and like there were certain teams. Like I think Arsenal was normally in Barcelona and things like that. But um, yeah, I never really liked it. Well, the I first ever football game. game I played was a game called International Superstar Soccer. Oh, I um, think I've seen it, which is what um, Prevolution Soccer eventually turned from. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's where it's just all come from. Like. Mm. me and my brother used to play that game all the time when was the last well FIFA or Pez that you had I remember a song called Gasolina okay and that's I, I want to say like definitely in the noughties okay in a while oh, see I've just thought of an even better soundtrack for a game FIFA 99 FIFA 99 yeah really like, good. a lot of the FIFA games have Good. Amazing soundtrack. Yeah, like, but the songs on that, that any time I hear them, it, I always think of that game. And I remember having it for PC, Dennis Burkamp on the front for Arsenal. And I, remember play, I used to play it on PC, I didn't have it on console. 
And I always remember, like, I used to, if I press Q, it used to do this really weird thing where you'd like, if you had the ball, you'd like gallop with the ball. Okay. But if I didn't have the ball and press Q, it was like a fucking horrendous tackle and you'd normally get sent off. So I was always, yeah, I always used to like, yeah, I, don't know why. I was <laughs> remember that random fact. But. You just reminded me as well, another sort of soundtrack, um, Tony Hawk. Ah, yeah. That's also, I remember, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say the third one. If you there was a sort of like stadium, and if you skated in the right place, yeah. um, the stadium um, uh, curtains would come up, and Kiss would start playing. I want to rock and roll all night. Oh really? And I used to love it. I yeah, used yeah. to always skate in that area and open up that secret bit. Uh, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so, so last question of the episode: mm. COD Battlefield or Medal of Honor? Um, so I'm pretty sure originally I just put COD and Battlefield. Yeah. For this question. And I was like, oh, I don't really play either of those two. No. Um, What's that? Medal of Honor then? Or I just... used to play Medal of Honor yeah. all the time. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not really a game anymore. Like, no, no. Like, but Medal of Honor, I was obsessed with. Like, yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but there was one in which you went through like the beaches of Normandy. I think that was the first one. And it was so good. I remember it. I think I know. I might not have been the first one. He's like start off on the boat, like floating. Yeah, it reminded me like playing. It reminded me of the opening scene from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, like, that's exactly really quite, what it reminded me of as well. Like even some of the things that you saw in it, like clips of like somebody being dragged with the legs blown off and things like that. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of things saying that it was like, I suppose, obviously, as realistic as you can probably get to actually being there. I mean, I think, so that's what it is for me. It's realism without. Mm. over sort of dramatizing the story or doing anything like that because yeah. I feel that's where I know like I, I can't remember what you've written but I'm yeah. 99% sure you picked COD yeah yeah yeah. Um, and for me COD like it almost glorifies it yeah I know what you mean. whereas Medal of Honor isn't about glorifying it it's, it's like about showing you what the real stories involved in the war and stuff like that yeah, yeah okay see I used to be Battlefield so one of my first games that, well, actually no, not one of my first games I was playing, but one of the games I, I used to play a load was Battlefield 1942. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was, it was kind of a, a mix between, it was like open world kind of thing on the map, like going, like randomly going to Spitfire or a bomber or a, a boat or plane. Um, I mean, I used to love that game. like that, And that was one of the games we were talking about before, like where, I sort of, mum and dad used to have to give me time limits on it because I just used to fucking smash really? it. Um, but yeah, I used to love that. And I, and I, and there was a, you know what I mean? I, I used to sort of follow it through, but then I kind of, I don't know, I just got sort of bored of it. Like, not bored of it, but the, the, the sort of game kind of did, as they sort of releasing new ones and things, they just, just weren't the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I only say COD because I've not had COD in ages, like years. Like, I used to, it, one of the things, FIFA and COD every year, I'd buy FIFA and COD, and then I just got, bored of COD because once you you do the story mode which I always really enjoy and then the multiplayer was just like the spray and pray see I think like, that's why I hate I was awful at the multiplayer but the new one because my friend Adam have sort of got into it and, I, and again he was same as me and not, not got COD for ages and I was sort of looking at this one up just like curious when it came out last year watching a few gameplay and there's a few new modes on it so sort of I bought it and then he ended up buying it and now we like probably play it most weeks together oh really um, there's a mode it's called DMZ it's still in the beta phase, but you sort of you go into a map like huge, huge map, um, and you sort of play against. So there's other. So you're in a team of three, an operator, and then there's like I think there's another, maybe another twenty teams or so, maybe even more, maybe thirty teams on the map. Then obviously the map's full of AI, 
So you have, I think it's 25 minutes. So you have these extraction points. You've got to do missions. You've got 25 minutes to do as various different missions and you can unlock things depending on what mission you do um, and then get out. So obviously you can okay. be killed by AI, killed by other teams, but obviously you gather equipment as you go in, like guns and stuff. But if you die, that's it. You sort of, next time you go in, you lose all your weapons, lose any equipment you have and you've got to start again. Um, but you can be, like you get shot by another team, you can plead for them to come and join their team. Um, so yeah, it's good like that. We, we just play that. So I don't really play on the typical Call of Duty sort of. I, well, I do a bit, but not not that often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, that's that's the only reason I'd probably say COD now, just for, for that game mode. So um, yeah, so shall we? Uh, shall we wrap it up? I here think for this so. Episode? Yeah, yeah. Some uh, nice to think about like old games and things that. Uh, yeah, like for our yet. era, they definitely like sort of. Um, in, not inspired that's the wrong word but like you got the memories there of them and they yeah. definitely like oh yeah they took us through life like sort of thing oh, as weird as it yeah. sounds yeah yeah no, i know what you mean and, and sometimes i can think of parts of my life when i got that game where i was like remember when i was got did well gta 5 i was at tesco yeah like, i remember going with my mate to buy it well he worked at tesco I remember we were both buying it like and little things like that. And one of the other gts i remember waiting outside another tesco with my mum because I was under 18 and I couldn't buy it. <laughs> I remember yeah. like GTA 5 getting it on day one texting my friends like the download screen like, yeah. like it was like an eight hour download yeah, <laughs> to actually yeah. play the game. Yeah. But like I remember um, I had an Asterix and Oblix game for my Mega Drive oh, okay. and I remember we walked to like this little like second hand store to buy yeah. it and so, like yeah you just have these little memories of it. Yeah. yeah it's good it's good that it can do that isn't it? <laughs> Right. right, so yes, we'll see you next week when we continue this list. Um, when I never do this, but we should probably start plugging it. Um, don't forget to like, sort of follow and like us on, well, on the actual podcast. Yeah. That feed themselves. Get leave us a comment if you want to. Yeah. If you want to say how great we are, that'd be better than just leaving a comment. <laughs> um, and just or, share, share yeah. it, share yeah. the fuck out of it. Or share it, tell your friends, shout yeah. it from the rooftops. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, search no format required and find us. I'm not sure exactly what our things are. Yeah. But there'll be something along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll see you next week for part two. See you next week. <laughs>